Hey, I'm Dustin. And I'm International Style Boy Steve. Back attacking the mic, strike like a python. MC Radical. Watch out! Back on track from our podcast sabbatical. Uh, welcome back ooh, to the Wedding ooh, Photo like Hangover Podcast. Justin Will Smith, the finest phototainment in the world. We are an irreverent look at photography. This podcast, like aspirin, will help you recover from your wedding hangover. Hangover. Dustin, it has been a while since we recorded. The last time we recorded, it's... our nation was on the brink of, uh, and, uh, of electing I'm a sure new president. Everything's been fixed. <laughs> Everything's been fixed, I believe. COVID is cured president is elected and certainly no lawsuit sure still on. has been cured yeah oh man it's, i thought i thought i thought this 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 election's gonna happen our man mm-hmm. joe 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 biden he's gonna win and uh then then is that is that his theme song joe 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 biden yeah and then then finally finally i won't feel as horrible in my chest where the anxiety is held finally that'll start to dissipate that's from all the smoking that's what but that's what happened was the election happened and joe biden did win mm-hmm. <laughs> and our current president refuses to concede and the anxiety's just gone up <laughs> oh, yeah. november was supposed to be a great month it was supposed to be a great month and it's just Steve's not been month. a great month <laughs> yeah Sorry, bud. Oh, that's why I've. That's why I got my green jacket on, my Pokemon hat. I'm just living life, even though we're both sick and under the weather. Oh yeah, praying that, praying that it's not COVID, and <laughs> we are here for you guys. Sick or not sick, we are here for you guys. We appreciate your patience as we took this little much needed sabbatical hiatus, hibernation, uh, for me to pop out a baby, care for said baby, and also it being fall, Steve and I's busiest time of the year, um, and even made busier, compounded by all of the cancellations in the spring and early summer. So... How's that been for you? How's that been for you? Like, people canceled. And yeah, Mm -hmm. that's cool. Not for me. People rescheduled, but they rescheduled for the busiest time of the year. (laughs) Mm -hmm. It's, It's great. Try adding a like a brand new baby into that mix, and uh, COVID and a presidential election. Mm-hmm. It's been magical. Yeah, yeah. For Super. for me, it's just been Jen starting her new job and me taking over all of her responsibilities for our business, mm-hmm. and then the election and uh, all the reschedules and all that stuff for me as well. So, not yeah. as difficult as your life, I presume, but still more difficult than my life had been in the past yep i yeah you're oh. like god i didn't realize how easy i had it i did not now and now i've got to do my wife's job yeah yeah and her job's tough so which which her job steve just for reference point her job is my job what i don't know mm. <laughs> i don't think that's mm. no no, I don't think so. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. Her job was called running a wedding photography studio. Which is what I was doing with her. Spo- spoiler alert. Now I'm not doing it with her. Now I'm doing it alone. That's that's the big difference. Mm. I, I've heard of a company called Bespoke Tone. They could probably help you out. You should totally give them a call. I They once upon a time used to sponsor this podcast. I don't know if they still do. <laughs> But, if you um, listen to the end of the show, you'll find out they still edit the show. So uh, yeah. sh- no, no spoilers. I don't. I don't like to listen all the way to the end. I listen every five minutes of every episode in that order. Bespoke Town has uh, cut way back on its clients because of it's on a diet. Yeah, because of everything that's happened. Um, but it put on a little COVID weight, <laughs> and so now it's trying to slim on down. Hopefully, we get things kind of figured out a little bit better and uh maybe we start ramping that back up and taking on new clients again right now we've basically said we're not taking on new clients for a while um but it's starting i'm starting to feel like i can breathe again i'm starting to feel like i'm getting the hang of things Mm -hmm. as far as jen's job and my job doing them both go which mostly means just not doing my job anymore just now just doing jen's job (laughs) 
Plus, you're like homeschooling kids throughout oh, all of this. Yeah, I forgot about that. That's the worst. I forgot we have children. We just watched Home Alone tonight with the kids for the first time, which, A, probably not appropriate for the age of my children, but hey, it's 2020. Ian, and, Ian, um, Ian was four when he watched Home Alone for the first time. He thought it was the greatest movie he had ever seen oh, and then set up booby traps yeah. all throughout the house to try to injure Jenna. That, that is what I was worried about the whole time. I was like, mm, I don't know if we should watch this because my daughter's really intelligent. Mm-hmm. And I will wake up to Hot Wheels cars beside my bed and Legos in my shower. Um, oh, he, but yeah. He ended uh, paint cans on the stairs. Oh. But thankfully, he didn't actually use real paint cans. He just had like a piece of string hanging down with like a piece of paper with a picture of a paint can on it, if I remember oh. correctly. Just so nice. we would know. And then um, every time we were about to leave the house, he would tell us, wait, I have to go set up my booby traps in case someone tries to break in while we're gone. So, But the whole time I'm watching that film, I'm thinking to myself, I have a much more high anxiety approach to this as a parent than I ever did watching it as a free-spirited child. Yeah, no, as a parent watching it, I was like, did he clean all that stuff up before they got That's home? The fr- because like Cream I'm imagining <laughs> walking into a house and you're just like slipping on micro machines, burning your hand, and it's all because uh, you know your your little shit son Kevin <laughs> left everything <laughs> out, and he he's just having the time of his oh, life. He's, he's not worried oh, about Macaulay. Yeah, Macaulay cooking, yeah. Uh, you gotta love that movie magic, Dustin. We should talk though. What are you drinking tonight? Oh, show, Stephen. Unlike you, who doesn't care about his health, I am still drinking water because I can barely breathe. I'm also drinking um, water. Did you not see mm, my glass of water? I was raising oh, to my lips. Uh, mm, mm, mm. Ah, ice cold goodness down the hatch. Oh man, um, yeah, A little dihydrogen oxide. Mm-hmm. 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 But yeah, no, I um. Did have some tasty old fashions last night and, or no, gosh, two nights ago. So now we know why you're sick. (laughs) (laughs) No. Uh, Funny enough, my wife brought whatever this bug is into our house because she had it last week and then me and the kids all got it um, Monday. And so we're kind of getting over it now. And it's been super fun. As long as you're getting over it, that's the important part, you know? Better than getting under it. Yeah. You know? Yeah, that's what she said. Um, Mm. What are you drinking tonight, Steve? Dustin, you know, tonight I'm drinking an Eric Bloodaxe straight from Scarlet Lane Brewing Company. You know, that's a great indiana beer for a great indiana man just like me dustin and i'm so happy and excited to be drinking this dustin i gotta tell you i shot a wedding a few weeks ago last wedding of the year mm-hmm. the bride is the niece Baby COVID. no she's the nope, she's the soon. niece of elise lane the owner of scarlet lane slash head brewer of scarlet lane and mm-hmm. so uh scarlet lane brewed a beer special for the wedding not, not going to brew it for anything else, any other time, oh, just what was for it called? the wedding. What was it called? Till death do we part. The pale ale, oh. hoppy and just amazing, like super drinkable for a hoppy pale ale. Surprisingly drinkable. Mm. Loved it. Also, uh, hit up, I hit up Scarlet Lane around uh, Halloween because um, Jen and I, one of our past grooms is a brewer at Scarlet Lane and uh, mm-hmm. also Jen's like best friend who's that past groom's wife she also works at scarlet lane uh in the bar so so we hit up scarlet lane and our friend had brewed a special halloween only beer only available the weekend of halloween called slasher and it was uh supposed to taste like pumpkin seeds like roasted pumpkin seeds and it did and it was delicious and it was unlike any other beer i've ever had in my entire life and i am thoroughly upset that you cannot still get that beer to this day because it was amazing but and you, your time. first thought was like, this beer is so amazing. I have to make sure I get a growler of this from my best friend, Dustin. They so were not selling growlers. It was only thir- available on site. What? You bring your own growler and you just start pouring them in. But, you know, it's, I guess since we're just now talking about Scarlet Lane Brewing, um, uh, <laughs> the, 
they also have created a seltzer, which is great because the seltzer is technically gluten-free, but they can't claim it's gluten-free because it's made in the same place where they brew all the beer, which has gluten. So it's not like a gluten-free facility, but the, the seltzer is called Helter Seltzer and it is the best seltzer I've ever had. It's like a honey mead seltzer. It's really good, hmm. man. I might actually be getting into seltzers now because of this. Sel- the seltzer thing is crazy right now. I know, dude. You go to your local grocery store and like, you remember how they used to, you're like, there's like a while like, where used like, to have beer? Yeah, the, the, the grocery stores used to have craft beer sections where you could just like uh-huh. go and make your own six pack and stuff like that. Now the beer section is half seltzer and then the other half is just like Bud Miller. And it's like, where did all my beautiful craft beers go? I'm back to going to bottle shops and liquor stores for craft beer. Like, oh, craft craft beer we put those in the craft section by the cards figured uh they're for special occasions yeah they're right next to uh all the yarn and fabric glitter um glitter um you know all the craft stuff yeah i figure craft beers is for crafting because no one seems to be buying them yep except for me poor poor sad steve van alk that now just drinks white claw I mean, Eric Bloodaxe. I'm drinking Eric Bloodaxe, the greatest beer ever made. Made right Ooh. here in Indiana. Eric Eric was drinking White Claw when he made that. White Claw didn't exist when this was made. Oh, Dustin. Tell, tell that to Eric. Dustin, Dustin, Dustin. We got, we got a great show. We got a big show. Um, we have so many shows of greatness. First thing I wanted to talk to you about, you posted a photo a little while ago, and Uh-oh. I made fun of you in the photo for good reason. Because That's I about every always photo I ever post. Good reason. It was your Halloween photo, and uh, I believe you're wearing a pair of dress shoes. And I believe the comment I made because you were dressed up like Donald Trump for Halloween. Diablo Trump. And I, I was Diablo I, Trump. I believe the comment I made was, that's fitting, Trump would wear moon shoes. Assuming you were wearing your Cole Hans because they had the ugly white sole thing that Cole Hans have. And you informed me that I was actually wrong. And it shook me to my As you very, normally. very soul to think that there is another shoe out there as ugly and horrendous as the Cole Han, the the, the moon mm-hmm. shoe, the, the the mullet of shoes, the the business on the top, party on the bottom, Cole Hans. Mm-hmm. That which, when you describe it like that, I'm like, God, that sounds amazing. Who wouldn't want that? Uh, but this was a clear case of very well targeted and over targeted Instagram and Facebook ads. Um, they got so you. As, they got you, boy. Yep, Oh, they got me hook, line, and sinker. So as longtime listeners of the show may know, I am a fanatic when it comes to comfortable wedding shoes. Shoes to get you through a 10 to 12 hour wedding and feel like you can run a marathon the next day. They're called running Um, shoes. Asics makes them. Nike makes them. Reebok makes them. Adidas makes them. Basically, Steve and I like to shoot a wedding in style. So no, I prefer no, you not don't. to wear do not gym say, shoes. Do not say gym. you like to shoot a wedding in style when you're out there with the mullets. A style that may be different than Steven's style of discomfort. A style stuffy. that people would maybe say is acceptable in Europe, right? <laughs> Yet we live in Indiana, you Nutella-eating son of a bitch. Um, <laughs> but... So yeah, so I have been a huge component of the shoe brand Cole Haan, which makes a Nike bottom dress shoe top shoe. Uh, I've been wearing those for the last probably eight years or so. And then recently this year, I switched to a company that you might recognize the name because your grandparents wear them. Um, <laughs> which is exactly I, the, the I what I thought when I saw you in these shoes. It looks like something your grandfather I, or Donald Trump would wear. <laughs> Someone whose grandfather age, but exactly. has a son who's younger than me. So, you know. So this company is called Hush Puppies. And they are making a brand shift into the, 
younger generation like myself, us millennials, us 20 year olds. And, um, so yeah, they sent me a pair of the brown shoes to try out and I loved them so much. I bought them in black as well. Oh, you got the browns? I got them in brown and black and yeah, they're, uh, they're super comfortable. They've got the internal sock thing. So like if you don't want to wear socks, you don't have to. I'm, I'm That's not that young disgusting. and hip. So I, that is I disgusting. I like to wear socks with my shoes, about, even when it think has... Think about the shoe stink, the foot stink coming off of those bad boys at the end of a wedding the day. shoe stink. You know, with a sock, you just shoe stink? You pull the sock off and you throw that in the laundry and, you know, you wash it out and you're all good. But with the with the with with no sock, just straight in the shoe, now that stank is all trapped in there. It's all over your feet, too. Like, the sock acts as a buffer between the shoe and your foot, trapping stank. Some may call it a foot condom. Yeah, it traps stank and keeps the stank from getting too much on your foot and also too much on your shoe. But when you mm-hmm. take the sock away, there's there's no stank buffer. And now, like, your shoes stink, your feet stink, everything just stinks all the time. Mm-hmm. That's why typically I wear a buffer between myself and all of my clothing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I've been wearing a buffer, buffer recently called a mask on my face. And could I tell you, if I told you my breath stinks... And I'm fairly certain it's not mm. just me. I think mm-hmm. everyone's breath might just stink all the time. Yeah. Yeah, it's definitely made me conscious of burping. Oh, my gosh. Because yeah, you drink a you beer burp and into then you a put a mask on. Yeah, yeah it's pleasant. <laughs> it's like getting buy one, get one free beers. Oh, no. You know what I found to be even worse than a beer, though? But this is possibly just because this happens sometimes because you're eating, you have a soda, you know, like a, a Coca-Cola. You burp way more than you think after you have a soda. Like, I don't even mm, register don't. that I'm burping until I put the mask on to start shooting again. And then I just smell it inside. And I'm like, oh, oh, oh my gosh, this is disgusting. And it's horrible. But if I just eat and I don't have a soda, if I have like a water or something healthy, no stank. No, no. Mm. No, mm-hmm. no, no stank erupting out. So, gosh, it has really made me question everything I do is in life. Mm-hmm. <sighs> so I, what I've done is I've attached a straw to my mask that I run down around my neck. So I'm breathing from behind me through my mask and exhaling out. I've just been it's doing only when I burp. I've just been doing yoga so I can bend all the way over. And now when I have to burp, I just bend all the way over stick my face into my own asshole and I burp right in there. So then people just mm. think it was a smart, a fart, a smart fart. Such a good, yeah. such a good visual. Yeah. <laughs> such a good visual. Anyways, on that note, let's move on to Steve's looking for a new office chair. This folks is what I like to call our newest segment called Steve sits down. Steve sits down. Steve's got to sit cause he's a sitter. It's actually, um, it's, it's a series of uh, segments I wanted to talk about called Steve is an Old Man Battling Massive RSI Issues. So ever since mm. I have taken over all of Jen's stuff, it, what it mostly means is I'm editing a lot more and I'm editing more on my iMac instead of on my MacBook Pro. So I'm using a mouse a lot more at a desk and I've just found myself- Animal cruelty. I've just, yeah. <laughs> just murdering these mice at my desk but i found found myself using a mouse a lot more and um i just started getting like pain in my back and i started getting pain in my wrist and pain in my neck and uh so i i had to go on a journey and um i had to buy the uh like squishy things for the keyboard so you have like wrist support for like your mouse and your keyboard. I'm holding them up so you can see Dustin on the video. Mm-hmm. It won't be helpful for people mm-hmm. listening, but you know, like those little squishy pads that I assume most people know what they are. Never had to use that before in my entire life. Um, mm-hmm. It actually took me a while to even find out like that there was something like this online. Because my <laughs> first thought as somebody who's never suffered from a thing like this was, Oh, maybe I could make something for myself. Not thinking, oh yeah, maybe there's millions of people who suffer from this. I was like, maybe I could get like some wood and fashion a little thing to support my wrist to hold it up. 
Maybe I should fashion some wood mm-hmm. to my desk, says the Amish man. So then um, also bought a standing desk. Technically not a standing Ooh. desk. It's a standing desk converter. But it's technically also not bought for me. I bought it for Jen because she's also having problems because she's also working at an iMac now most of the time, like at a desk position. And uh, so I got her a standing desk converter. You know, it's, it sits on top of your normal desk and then you put your computer and everything on it. It's got a Easy, little button. It's called a Vera desk. It's uh No. It's not. I don't. I'm pretty certain it's not. But uh, it's got like a little button you press and it goes up and down. It's nice. It's like one of the main brands of standing desks. Yes, I know. But this is a standing desk converter. They're like different than standing desks. Well, Veradesk makes a converter. Oh. It's like a thing that goes on your desk. It's not that. I, I'm pretty certain it's not that. If it's a very popular one, then it's probably too expensive. <laughs> The idea was I was getting Jen a standing desk converter, and then eventually we might just upgrade her to a standing desk if she likes this and it works out for her. But I didn't want to spend the kind of money that standing desk cost when for like a quarter of the price you get a standing desk converter. So I thought we'd dip dip a toe in. And then after I bought that for her, I was like, oh. How does the toe feel? How does the toe feel? <laughs> it feels great. She seems to like it a lot. As soon as I did that, though, I was like, oh, you know what? This iMac's actually too low for me. I need the iMac higher. So I started mm-hmm. looking for things to... I didn't want, like, a standing desk like I got for her um, just because of money <laughs> and COVID. And, yeah, mm-hmm. you know. So I was just looking for, like, things that would raise the iMac, like, a few inches. And finally, I just looked over at the bookshelf next to me. <laughs> This is terrible. And I was like, oh, look, there's that massive theology book that I was gifted by my Bible study leader person when I graduated college. And so now that massive theology book that I've never read is serving me in ways that uh, I don't think the the writer ever intended it to serve people in. It is now holding up my iMac. So it's a few inches higher and my neck pain has gone away. But uh, I also, oh, that makes a huge difference. I also had to buy a new chair, like, cause the chair I had wouldn't lift high enough. So I wasn't sitting high enough for the desk, which is part of the reason why I started getting all the wrist pain and stuff. And, um, I just wanted to share some stuff I found with you, Dustin, when I was looking for, um, some chairs, some Amazon reviews. So, Review me, Steve. Yeah. So, uh, I don't know. Well, I guess they're not technically reviews. They're um, questions and answers. So, um, looking at some different different chairs, and somebody asked this question. How thick is the seat cushion in the middle, not including the wings? And how wife is it? And, uh, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and how wife is it, yeah, Steve? And the number one answer was, it is fairly thick. I've had it for a few months and it has not felt worn down. It is a pretty good chair, so making it your wife could seem reasonable if you're into that. Mm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Did you did you order it? Uh, yeah. Um, the next thing I saw was question: Can you sit in it? <laughs> answer: Nope. It's not made for sitting in. Think of it like the obelisk in 2001: A Space Odyssey. You can invite friends and family over to stare at it and make grunting noises. All hail the high back chair. (laughs) And finally, the last one, how big is the seat? And the answer was, it likes big butts and it cannot lie. You other chairs can't deny. When a worker walks in with a little bit of weight and a round thing to satiate, my hydraulics get sprung. (laughs) Some people are way too creative. Oh, yeah. And I love it, man. I absolutely love it. It made looking for, it made me having RSI issues and having to buy all this stuff during the middle of COVID when we have no money, um, a little bit better, a little, little bit better, you know, at least we have this podcast <laughs> keeps the lights on. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's it. Oh, Dustin, I wanted to talk about something weird that has popped up and it's kind of election related. Um, so the new MacBooks? Uh, no, no. Uh, so oh, this guy uh, posted in a random Facebook group fraud? about photography SEO. And he just said, reminder, get out there and reserve your parlor app username. My preferred username on parlor was already gone. What do you think about that? Dustin? What, wait, 
what's parlor app for those of us who are like living in a black hole of social media don't even do our own social media so parlor so, i assume parlor is like a haircutting app for those who want to go to the paula i have not been on parlor so i can't tell you 100% what it is what I know from what people are posting about it on Twitter and Instagram and Facebook is apparently, apparently people were upset that their tweets, Facebook posts and other stuff about um, election fraud were being flagged as untrue because they are untrue. Um, <laughs> and they, they were upset about this and said they wanted a platform where free speech was uh, accepted. And it just so happens there is a company called Parler, which created an app that um, doesn't censor people. And uh, yet, and, well, no, like the whole, the whole driving force of the app is that they don't censor people. It's free speech. Unlike Twitter and Facebook. And um, so, so a lot of uh, right wing nut jobs, I think is the professional term for them mm, um, mm -hmm, have mm -hmm. left Twitter <laughs> and gone to parlor where they won't be um, censored. And if you look at the Wikipedia entry for what parlor is, it says it's the number one social site for neo-Nazis, KKK members and Saudi nationals. So it's a, it's a fantastic place, um, I assume, mm. and uh, it's also mm -hmm. the number one place for Republicans, <laughs> as you might guess, based on the fact that it's full of Nazis and people who are in the KKK. I, I, I was going to say, it sounds like the number one place to go for information that's definitely true and factual <laughs> and 100% uh, reliable. So, so I mean, this, some might say that's the place to go for your news in the morning. So this guy was saying, you, you got to get on Parlor and you got to reserve that name because this could take off. And what I'm going to mm -hmm. say here on our podcast is, please, please, please don't ever go to a place full of Nazis and KKK members to reserve your username. Because even if that but, helps boost your SEO a little bit, if any one of your potential clients sees you there and they are not a racist themselves already, they will never hire you. Ever. But if you never ever if you if you do go to Parlor, I highly encourage you to look up the username at the real Stephen Van L. <laughs> if you do go to Parlor, please start a username that is Dustin and Corinne Photography, you dickhead. At this real Stephen Van L. There's some very <laughs> supportive content on there. Gosh. Oh my gosh. Uh, that was another thing somebody was saying was, well, if you don't go, th go there and get your username, then somebody else could just snatch your username up and start posting stuff there in support of the things they're saying. And it's like, yeah. And no one's going to care if you're not actually there. <laughs> nobody, nobody wants you to be there. Nobody. Oh, gosh. Hey, look, uh, here's a message from, from, from uh, your, your guys' favorite number one dad in America, Steve Van Elk. <clears throat> sorry, mm -hmm, Dustin. Mm -hmm. <laughs> sorry, okay. sorry, everybody else listening Runner who up. is also a dad in America. Um, don't, don't get on parlor, boys and girls. <laughs> Parlay is all I know from the famous Jack Sparrow movies. Yeah. So it's like a pirate-themed social media platform? No. No, it is not. <laughs> Unless pirates are racist. <laughs> oh, I, is there something matey, else? we aren't racist. We'll steal and swindle any old ship. <sighs> Thank ah. you for that, Dustin. Thank you so much. Um while you're at it, make sure you go ahead and join the KKK so you can reserve your robes so nobody else gets them first. I I just want free masks. <laughs> just trying to keep America safe, Stephen. Sign up for the neo-Nazis so you can get your swastika face mask, your customized Dustin and Corinne mm. photography on the front. Right? That's right. 
straight from Vista print. <laughs> oh gosh, I just I don't I don't know what to do these days. People are just out there giving really really bad advice. And the thing that was the most upsetting was the person who posted this was the person Isn't that running. what we do on this yeah. podcast. But no, they're giving bad <laughs> advice for reals, not for funsies. That... The person who posted this. They are the person who runs the like SEO Facebook group that I was looking at. And they the group has like 10,000 photographers in it. And I was just like, why is anyone still here after this? Why? Oh. All I can think, Stephen, is they are very into Jack Sparrow movies. And they're like, parlay? Parlay means we're all safe. I'm glad your whole idea of parlay, which is not what this app is even called, comes from Pirates of the Caribbean. Yeah. Yeah. It's how the dots get connected, Steve. It's called marketing. (laughs) And how much has Pirates of the Caribbean paid us to have you rope them into a racist app online? Paid us or paid me? Paid you. Sorry. My bad. I signed an NDA. Can't discuss it. <laughs> oh, Dustin. Steve. You wanted to talk about those M1s. Yeah. Uh, it's a new machine gun. I mean, uh, processor. It's a new Apple uh, BMW. Dropped. I, I liked it. Uh, I think my favorite little bit on this, because I was like really into this, thinking about how we're going to discuss it. And then uh, I was watching Late Night with James Corden the other night, and he asks the head musician, um, like, how his weekend went, and he was like, oh, I was up late, like, watching the Apple's big announcement, and James Corden was like, oh, what did they announce this week? Um, and he's like, did they finally do the Apple Glass, like, Apple Glasses or whatever? And he's like, no, uh, they came out with chips. And James is like, chips? Like, to eat mm-hmm. like apple potato chips yeah and he's like no like yeah. uh like yeah. chips oh. you, they, they're mm-hmm. gonna put them and james corden's like no he was like so everyone else would explain the story as apple came out with new computers <laughs> wait disguised who? as who? wait what did every other person in the world did they come out with new computers Yes. All I've heard about were the chips. That are in... Can you buy the chips separately? Chips sold separately? Is that a thing, Steve? Yeah, you can buy the chips individually. They come in a case that looks a lot like a MacBook (laughs) or a Mac (laughs) Mini. Opening it is challenging. It is. But... You might need a hammer. It's it's kind of like a, a nut, like a like a walnut or an acorn. You got to break into you it to get the use goods. a walnut cracker. You gotta you know what I mean? n- nut crack your MacBooks. <laughs> nut crack your MacBook. Yeah. Just look where the M1 chip is before you nut crack it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So Steven Steven is actually working on some wedding photo hangover decals that you can overlay on top of your MacBook so you know exactly where the nut cracking should take place to unlock the uh, full potential of the chip. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. Um, and those chips are good. Do you just eat them then? Yeah. It speeds you up. Metabolism, brain power, yeah. poop power, the whole bang. It'll get you a lot faster. It'll get you there, you know? Um, Dustin, we also, mm-hmm. uh, did you have more you wanted to say about the M1s? I mean, they make things, they they, they make the apps go no, faster. It was, it's a very fast chip and it makes things go fast. <laughs> and people like things that go fast and I like things that go fast and you like things that go fast. We're both very fast boys. Vroom, vroom. Vroom, vroom, Stevie. Yeah. We go fast. You go fast. M1 chip. I don't know where we came up with the M1. Somebody named Mikey. He made it. We put it in. We said, it works. Mikey likes it. We'll run with it. Mikey was like, I used to work on the iPads. They transferred me to the MacBook Air division. I put the iPad in the MacBook Air. It worked. We now have faster computers. Um, it's amazing. <laughs> One thing I did think was interesting was um, they were comparing the M1 chips to the Intel chips. And um, as far as like uh, 
So, so every single app you use has a thing where it has to reserve memory and then it has to let go memory, you know? And like, that's basically how everything like runs. Like the human brain. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> and it does it in very short <laughs> bursts. Um, and it was just saying the Intel chip, um, just like a simple like thing like that, where it reserves memory, lets go memory was taking, I think it was 16 nanoseconds and the, uh, M ones were 14 times faster or something like that. Or maybe it was, they took 14 mm -hmm. nanoseconds. Anyways, it was ridiculously fast by comparison. And then they said an M1 chip emulating an Intel chip so that you can run, like that's how you would have to run like apps that were made for Intel chips on it, was uh, 30 nanoseconds as opposed to 60. So the M1 chips pretending to be an Intel chip are twice as fast as just normal Intel chips. Um, so yeah. it's going to speed up everything. I've been watching YouTube videos of people like, uh, in, like doing video stuff, like video processing mm -hmm. on the new MacBook Air, and it's just like freaking crazy. Yeah, the video processing is super fast, and those new MacBook <clears throat> Airs, like, uh, what are the GPUs that even have in it? Do they have G GPUs, or is it a GPU like on the M1 chip, like a virtual GPU? It's on, it's on the M1 yeah. chip. Okay, that's what I thought, and it's still faster than <laughs> my ridiculously huge iMac I have in front of me. Mm-hmm. Yep. And then speaking to someone who just bought one like four weeks ago. Yeah. No, I, I was reading that uh, somebody said that the the uh, new MacBook Air was faster running, running Lightroom faster than their iMac Pro was. And I was just like, that's oh, so that's great. And I was like, so did Adobe purposely make Lightroom super slow this last month to try to get everybody to upgrade to m1s are adobe right. and apple working together are they in cahoots hey side note has your lightroom been extremely slow because mine mm -hmm. has been i tried to call a yeah. wedding this week and it took me like eight hours when normally it would take two hours and it's just like the photos i couldn't even arrow from one photo to the next it was so bad i might have to start using photo mechanic or i don't know what the hell what, what are those called Calling things, the other calling software. Uh, bespoke tone. That's uh, Gosh, typically not right the software. Now. Not I right eat. now. <laughs> you have Freedom to edits? You have to Freedom wait edits? until Lightroom gets fast again, and then you can hire bespoke tone. <laughs> Freedom edits. I'm still uh, waiting on the. I got my first video back from them, and I needed like a few changes made to it, so I sent it back to them with those changes requested. Haven't even heard back like when the changes will be made. <laughs> and they were like, and they were like, those changes, Steve. No, this is freedom edits. This they got, editor, they got editors like Steve there. <laughs> They're like, what do you mean? Our edits were better than these changes. I'm sorry. Are you, is this personal? Because last time you had me edit something, I told you to fuck off when you told me changes. I don't know what you're talking about, Steve. I don't know what you're talking about. I was like, send about. this straight to your client. <laughs> See what they say about it. Put it in front of their faces. <laughs> Click play. I don't want to hear you tell me to speed ramp one more damn thing in this video, Dustin. I want the speed ramps are on a different highway that's not part of the Van Elk ecosystem. I hate speed ramping so much. Oh. Steve's the guy on the road that drives like it's a where I grew up. I'm very old. So most of our listeners are very young, but um, we had something called Sunday drivers where I live and <laughs> Sunday drivers was that person who never drove during the week because they were retired, but they would go to church on Sundays. So they would be out on the road and sort of like trying to remember how to drive that senior citizen driver. And Steven is what we like to call. A Sunday driver. Mm -hmm. His videos are nice yeah. and slow, safe, steady. Not a lot of moving. Yeah, yeah. Doesn't when you come to me for an edit, you know, it's just the two of us right of nowhere spending someone's hard-earned pay. Your hard-earned pay. Let's be clear about that. The two of us Sunday mm -hmm. driving, not arriving on our way back home. Sunday driving, not arriving on our way back home. Do you know what nowhere. song that is? No. Oh. oh. Hey, you listeners, if you know what song it is, <laughs> write in. The first person who does, Dustin's going to send you something. I don't know what it is, but he'll send you something. 
It's going to be screenshots of Steve Van Elk at Parlor. Oh, it's gosh. the best. It's <laughs> the best. Uh, I'll send. I'll send the first person who writes in <laughs> can name that song. I will send them a wedding photo hangover cozy, koozie, whatever they're called. It's pronounced koozie, yeah. Stephen. You gotta be in the U.S. though. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> That's a wedding Sorry, photo hangover Australian at gmail.com. It's expensive. I shipped to Australia so- once already. It was Sorry, the worst. kangaroo eating meat folk. Oh. Dustin, Dustin, Dustin. Do you have anything else you yeah. want to talk about? Did you, did you get one of those new iPhoneers? iPhoneer boners? Uh, I ordered, yep, I ordered one, uh, a new iPhone. I was on the fence about it this go around, and then I decided why not. And Chase, I bank with Chase. Uh, for those of you out there who are looking to hack my bank account, uh, and Chase So Chase was and off. Pirates of the Caribbean both supporting this episode. How much Steve, did Hush Puppies pay you? Steve, I, I'm, it's called Integrated Marketing. I'm trying to work a few things into the episode. Just flow with it. So when I think um, of Hush Puppies, I don't think of shoes. I think of the, those balls of dough at Long John Silver that you just know are going to give you a heart attack if you eat them. Mm. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that's what I think of now when I think things. of your, your shoes. I think of dough balls. Mm, you can always think of me and think of dough balls. <laughs> but um, fried, golden, and delicious. But I I don't remember where I was going. Oh, so Chase was running a deal for business account holders where they were giving you 25% off Apple products this month. Whoa. Wow. Yeah. Wow, wow, wow. Yeah. Not, well... It's kind of tricky. So it's not 25% off. They are giving you 25% more if you use your Chase credit card points to make a purchase at apple.com. All right, let's get um, to the point. Did you buy an iPhone? So anyways, I just, I yes, I bought an iPhone using this Chase promotion, uh, which got me like $300 off. Did the, the iPhone come iPhone. in yet? Has not come in yet uh, because I assume being on being that I bought it through this promotion, I'm probably like bottom of the barrel because um, it said like four to six weeks. So I'll probably get it. Which one did you month. get? Did you get the Pro, the Pro Max, the Mini? I got the 12 Pro Max extra gravy, I think, with cheese on top. So, Dustin, if you scroll up in our show notes, I did include something about the new iPhones. Um, listener of the show, in front friend of the show, friend of the show. Let's let's say friend in of the show. Crocodile Hunter. Crocodile Hunter. <laughs> Crocodile Hunter. Um, Josh Withers. Uh, he bought one of the new iPhone 12s, and he did a little comparison. Mm-hmm. So he has a iPhone 6, an iPhone SE, an iPhone XS, and an iPhone 12 Pro. And he went out and did a bunch of photos and, with them. And eyes. He has just and, straight eyes. And he eyes has straight too. up eyes as well. And he went out and he did a bunch of photos mm-hmm. with them. And then he also borrowed his wife's phone. Um, I, I forget what she has. But he wanted to test out like the night mode and see how much better it had gotten. And I think his mm-hmm. wife has like a, an iPhone 10, 11, somewhere in there. And so it was like the only other one that could do night mode. So he wanted to check that out. It's iPhone 11, mm-hmm. not Pro. It's the same camera I have. Um, We'll include a link to the blog post. But Dustin, have you have you looked this over? Have you uh, have you looked at the photos? What do you think, bud? I I I had looked at it. I thought it was uh, for Josh not being a photographer. I thought it was a beautifully crafted, technically specific, artfully designed blog post. Um, but yeah, I saw them and I was like, not going to lie, not the biggest fan of the 12, but you know, it is what it is. I kind of like kind of lent my, my preferences tended to fall based on what he posted towards like the SE. Yeah, boy. Oh my gosh. Dustin, do we agree on something? Do you and me agree? But all of his stuff was like landscape stuff. He didn't really do other than like this really poorly lit selfie of himself. Um, (laughs) Didn't really do 
like too much portraiture uh, work. He was which asking is nine about the, the what he should shoot before he went out to do this, and I was like, make sure you do uh, some selfies, and I was like, and try try to do some with the uh, Rembrandt lighting, uh, so that you have like shadow and light on the face, so you can actually get a good idea of how it handles like the the mismatch. Mm-hmm. So I'm the, I, I'm I'm I would like to take credit for that bad decision. I I store him, steered him, stored him, steered him. I steered him in a incorrect path. I I fear for your eyes. I personally love the mm-hmm. Rembrandt lighting. Yeah, yeah, I'm sure you do. But like the normal portrait modes that he posted uh, down below, uh, I think the twelve and the XS were were great they are a flatter file which is going to give you more latitude in editing it Mm -hmm. so i think uh i will be more than happy with the 12 especially because the last month i've been doing a lot more video work using my phone i bought one of those little iphone gimbals uh, to do yeah but you have been having a lot of now i mean do you even need a gimbal you can just walk with that baby well and so that's how it actually started i was doing videos and there would be a few things that were just a little too tight for me to get with a camera um and i just quickly just Grabbed it with my phone handheld. You just you grabbed up, it with your phone handheld and popped it on over to the 0.5x, the wide wide angle lens. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> oh, and you were like, oh, gotta love that distortion. It's so sweet. Well, for it was for video, and it was like, this is fine, this is great. And the in camera HDR, where I like see the sky, see the shadow detail, is fantastic. And so I'm like. I'm going to start doing this for all of my videos. Yeah. And so I bought one of those new, uh, I don't know if it's a Ronin or whatever, DJI's little like phone gimbal thing, their newest version of that. And I've just been rocking iPhone videos for all my real estate stuff. And realtors can't tell the difference. I get them done so quick. Mm-hmm. And to the point where like, I'm starting to feel guilty because I'm charging the same amount. Oh, you should not feel guilty for that. You should just keep charging the same amount and feel good yeah. about it because who cares? Oh, I, I don't feel guilty in the sense that I'm like, I feel like I'm pulling one over on them. I feel like there's room now for me if I wanted to offer some sort of like a photo video combo deal and give them a price break no. if they do both services <laughs> only because I the reason I don't never liked pushing video in my real estate workflow was because of the amount of time it added to both the at the house and on the back end. And mm-hmm. now with doing it with an iPhone, I can shoot a whole house in like under 10 minutes. So nice. So nice, isn't it? Yeah. And I just, I just continuously record. I don't even like start and stop. I just flow through and then I go to the DJI app and it like spits me out like a little video of it all and then i just like add music on the computer when i get home and maybe tweak it a little bit here and there and i'm like done oh i love lazy dustin lazy dustin is the best dustin by far welcome Welcome to 2020 (laughs) oh man that's terrific josh also in his blog post he did a review of the video stuff down at the bottom he doesn't really write any words saying how he feels about anything but he just threw up a bunch of the videos on uh vimeo and I gotta mm-hmm. say, when it comes to the video stuff, I do think I like the iPhone 12 better than the SE and the 6 and the XS. Well, that's that's really where the big push was with this one is, mm-hmm. and you can see that if you watch their keynote, the the video capabilities of it is really the sort of the direction they were going with it, as you could tell by them showing people freaking mounting it to. Uh, like those racing drones oh, yeah. and doing like some sweet, sweet drone stuff with it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, dude, I, I'm, I am curious as to what will happen when, cause they still haven't, um, they still haven't put out the update that's supposed to allow you to shoot in raw. That's probably the only reason I bought it. If I'm being honest mm-hmm. is when they talked about this, and they did it in that like Apple fashion where they're like, we realized that we have all of these layers of data. And if we pull those layers apart, 
We have technically what you photographers might call a raw image. By allowing you to manipulate those layers, it's a raw file. And if you order the iPhone, we may or may not give you that raw capability in the future. <laughs> uh, it always sucks. Never, I would say never buy any anything, any piece of technology or hardware with the idea that there could be an update issued to it, which will unlock something that you want. Because more often than not, it doesn't happen. But if there is one company mm -hmm. that I think might be able to make it happen, I would say as long as it's not air power, it's probably Apple, right? Air power. <laughs> Still waiting for that air power to come out. Still haven't seen mm -hmm. it anywhere. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Now, that was something I, we, uh, this is going to sound bougie. You're oh, going to judge me. You're already judged, but don't worry about it. Uh, uh, it's a prejudged podcast episode. I come in judged, but um, we made the decision this year to have Christmas lights put on our house. <gasps> By someone mm -hmm. else? Yes. <gasps> that sounds awesome. I How know. do you do that? <laughs> I want to do that. <laughs> I hate putting up Christmas lights. Um, do they come back and take them down later? Because that's the real thing. Yep. Because yep. you they can put them back, up like they's... now when it's kind of nice out. But mm -hmm. when it's time to take them down, it's the end of December, maybe beginning of January if you're a little lazy with it. You know, and that's that's the cold winter. That's that's cold times. Right now, it's like supposed to be in the 50s tomorrow. You know, that's that's a breeze hanging mm -hmm. up some lights in. But when it's like negative 10 and there's ice all over the place. Whew. Yeah. So this, uh, a lot of, a lot of landscaping companies, they, it's something they do during this time of the year. Um, so our neighbor was actually the one researching it and she was telling my wife about it and kind of got, and she said she like signed up or whatever. <laughs> and if she referred us, we each got like a discount. I was really hoping um, the way that was going to go is your neighbor was talking about it. She's like, I haven't signed up yet, but they only have one spot left. And then you and Corinne just vultured that last no. spot. <laughs> Swooped right in. No, it was kind of like, oh, if our neighbors are going to light their house and our other neighbor lights their house already, I'm like, I feel like I, I'm kind of the Scrooge of lights. I'm like, uh, I'm not a big fan of it, but if we're going to do it, let's do it. Um, so we, we did oh, it. Oh, you're going to Clark and Griswold it? Were you like, whatever no, you normally do for lights times 10 for my house. <laughs> well, so you, we, we met with another, like our normal landscape guy who helps us out with our landscaping. So we met with him too, just to get like a second opinion or like a second quote. And he was like, yeah, I would do it. And he's like, this house would just dominate the neighborhood. And I'm like, whoa, 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 whoa. I just want it to look nice. Like, I don't want it to be able to be seen from the next city. And he's like, the things I would do with your house if given lights and power. Like, I don't, I'm like, okay, I don't think we're going to go with the other down. guy. <laughs> I don't want my house to be visible from space, but... <laughs> He, he was just getting a little too overly excited because we have like a really cool roof line and I could tell that he was like, I'm going to zigzag different multicolored channel lights all across that roof. I'm going to let Santa see you from the next <laughs> county over. And I'm like, okay, we're, we're going to go with the other guys to so just put them on your gutters. <laughs> but, um, but anyways, where I was going with this, because you were talking about air power, is that so they were putting the lights up this week, and I I'm I walk outside to like talk to him, and they're like putting the lights up, and he's like, so where do you want us to plug these in? And I'm like, excuse me, he's like uh, plug plug the lights in like power, and I'm like, oh no 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 no, like I was told specifically that your service included its own power. <laughs> And he like looked at me like with this look and I'm like, you are not taking power from my house, sir. Like this, this is your thing. Lights on the house. That's okay. No one said anything about electricity. And Did you come here I, to I, siphon I, my power away from me? I was what like, is what this? are you a Democrat? This is a Republican run house. Get your own power. Okay. Enough politics. Okay. But I was just like, uh, I told him, you can go ahead and just plug it into the neighbor's house since you're doing their house too. Just run one continuous 
power strand. And he, he was joking. He's like, oh, yes, I see on the order form that you ordered the air power lights. Wow. All that and, legwork just to get there. Yeah. yeah. Just wow. to get there. Sorry. Sorry. You but, know, typically um, I'd cut something like that from the episode, but I'm going to leave that one in. I'm going to let you flounder. I'm going to let the whole thing play out just to get to there, where it's just like, oh, yeah, the most loosely tied in thing I could imagine. Uh, barely even a joke here. But yeah, let's do it. Mm. Yeah, but we have Christmas hey, speaking lights Speaking of now. Christmas, you did Santa sessions, didn't you? How'd that go? It went great. It went good. It was... Um had a small miscalculation in my financial thought process with it, but otherwise, what does that mean? Uh, you need to go into detail right now. <clears throat> so last year we did Santa sessions for for the cheap. We did it real cheap. We did a shit ton of them. Not as many as I would have liked to have done, but we did a lot of them in one weekend. And, um, it was great. We, we made a little bit of money, not as much as I'd like. So this year I doubled our prices, but I spread it out over two weekends. Mm-hmm. Um, and so we had the same amount of people sign up, but we were making double the amount of money. But what I didn't factor is how much I had paid. I had for, kind of forgotten what I paid Santa last year. Speaking of which, you still owe me money for shooting with you the other week. So, yeah. My book, just, just got to send an invoice to the bookkeeper, bud. Send an invoice? You hired me. I was a work for hire situation. What is this? I, invoice me. I was not an yeah. independent contractor that you brought <laughs> Oh, gosh, I will send an invoice. Jeez, what is this? Uh, it's, I, I outsource everything, <laughs> including my check writing. <laughs> Everybody else from the shoot sent an invoice. I know for a fact that's not true because the only other person at the shoot is someone who you've told me multiple times, you have a I'll do this for you, you do this for me relationship oh, well, with Luke. where you don't ever send each other invoices. Well, if you sent me as much work as Luke sends me, then we could be on that same relationship too. (laughs) Logan's invoice. I got Logan's invoice this week. You weren't there when Logan was there, but Logan's invoice was, didn't even have his address. It just said his name. It was an email, name, date, amount. And that was it. And I text him back. I'm like, Logan, my bookkeeper got your invoice. There's no address. Can I just redeposit the money back into my account? (laughs) He's like, oh, forgot the ad. I'm like, Logan, you went to Ball State, four years, degree. They not teach like invoices there? They did not. I also went to Ball State, four years, got a degree. No invoice That was a subtle jab at you. (laughs) Subtle jab at you. It was not subtle. (laughs) I know you have DeSabo or one of those. Pixify. Pixify. Yeah, Yeah, I got Pixify. I'm sure they have invoice things on there. Maybe. I don't know. Let's we'll, we'll see how much longer I'm on <laughs> You know, honeybook.com backslash wedding photo hangover is always <laughs> a great place to just take a peek, kick the tires. So Jen and I had a problem on Pixify this year where it stopped processing our credit cards, like when people tried to pay with a credit card. And at first it was just like if they refreshed the page, then it would have let them pay. But that That's feels huge. skeezy and gross. You know, that feels like yeah. you're getting scammed. And then all of a sudden one day it just stopped working altogether. Just people would click the page and it'd just be an error. And uh, we like submitted a ticket like the very first time it happened. Took six months for the issue to get fixed. Six months. Honey, HoneyBook just rolled out a new feature that I'm excited about. Uh, where you can, it's integrated with Zoom, so you can schedule Zoom calls right through HoneyBook. Oh, that's terrible. Who wants to like, use Zoom? Yeah. <clears throat> Real professionals use Skype, says the person talking to you over Skype right now. Uh, I would disagree with that being that every time somebody's asked if they want to do a video chat, and I say, yeah, uh, what's your Skype? They're like, uh, I'll send you a Zoom link. And I'm, I'm like, uh, okay. Well, Jen, Jen and I don't use Skype or Zoom links when we talk to clients. We use uh, Google Meet 
Because it's integrated into our Gmail, so we can just set up the uh, calendar thing, and it. Or, see, I don't use Google Calendar. We, so. See, yeah, we we put in the calendar when the meeting's going to be, and we say create a Google Meet link, and then it emails the link to the client. It's beautiful. All of it's just done in like one two seconds. Like just oh, that's a, magnificent. It's essentially what HoneyBook's trying to do with uh, their new scheduling calendar. It's like integrated with Google Cal. Can you just do email through HoneyBook? Like, yeah, you can. And HoneyBook has a Gmail like plugin now, so you can see your HoneyBook stuff in your uh, Gmail suite. It's getting crazy over there. It's almost like there's so many features. I haven't even taken the time to look at them all because they've been just pumping them out this year. Oh yeah, pumping them out. Mm-hmm. Oh, they're gonna love that if they hear that. So, Honeybook so Santa get you there. Mm, Honeybook. Oh yeah. Have you ever been? You're gonna rub that you, honey all over your book. Doesn't. I, I, I hate to be crass, but have you ever been by a CRM? Because if I was gonna buy one, I think you know Honeybook, right? Am I right? I, I don't this know if you're right. This episode of Wedding Photo Hangover brought to you by Honeybook. That's right. Honeybook.com backslash wedding photo hangover. Oh, this is how we lose that. This is how you lose all that sweet, sweet Honeybook money you're getting. Yes, all of it. All of it. It's paying for my kids' education. Anyways, um, Santa Sessions, great. I encourage everyone to try it out. It is... Um, so what I would encourage you, though, is to do it just two days, but two different weekends, um, at least with the pandemic the way it is. Uh, it, it was a little challenging because we had so many people cancel at the last minute due to like a possible preschool exposure or school exposure or workplace exposure. And so it was just a lot of last minute uh, can I reschedule for the following weekend um, kind of situations? And we were paying Santa hourly. Oh. And so there were like some chunks of time where he was just sitting there and we didn't have anyone. Mm, just in that Kurt Russell sexy Santa suit. Mm. And so he's just kind of raking it in. And I'm like, did you take advantage of that? Were you like, hey, you remember how we did the shots by the car last year? We're going to do some more shots like that since we got some downtime, yeah. buddy. Yeah, I'm like, where's the car? <laughs> where's the car, man? Uh, but my kids, I mean, I was a little bitter at it, at like how much I was paying him to just sit there. But my kids, like this year, did really great with him. Last year, they were terrified. This year, they were like playing tag with Santa in my garage. And so <laughs> that was kind of cute and fun. have a babysitter. Had a Santa babysitter. That. The most expensive babysitter I've ever paid for. Yeah, that was <laughs> uh, what we had going on. Santa was babysitting my kids. Hey, do we want to talk about, um, about COVID stuff? We, we've mentioned it a few times. I've gotten two contacts this week from... Um, one one from a client, one from a family member, both of whom I've had direct contact with over the last week, letting me know they've tested positive for COVID. So that's so now fantastic. Steve has an STD. <laughs> yeah, yeah, the COVID STD. Um, because I have sex with family members and uh, clients all the time, so that's how you get STDs. Dustin. We're gonna we're gonna take that sound bite and we're gonna put that on your what is honey it, book account? straight on the honey book. <laughs> Straight to your HoneyBook. You can have sex with these people too <laughs> if you book through HoneyBook. <laughs> sweet, sweet ass books. You know what I'm talking about? Oh, baby. Um, <laughs> Man, I want one of those Eric Blood axes. <laughs> oh, I did drink some whiskey before this too. It's a holiday party over here because Joe, 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 Joe Biden. He won. At your house. No, he's not at my house. I wish he'd come to my house. That'd be cool, man. That'd be real cool. Meet the president, a real president. Wink. Wink. <laughs> okay. More like more like a real vice president. Wink. Have you have you shot any weddings where people have uh, later found out 
they had COVID at them. I know you're going to go to a restaurant the other night with somebody uh, for like a business meeting sort of thing or whatever, and your reservation got canceled because one of the chefs had COVID. But no, all of our weddings have been super safe. Um, everyone uh, has a filtration device put in their throat at the weddings. Mm. And so they don't have to wear masks, apparently, but uh, it filters everything as it spews at each other on the dance floor. So no confirmed or reported cases of COVID at weddings. The, um, the filter actually looks like a, a bag of dicks that they're eating. <laughs> Is that right? Speaking of dicks, <laughs> um, these photos that you've been posting of just m- unfortunate uh, things that people get caught in these situations, uh, they, they pretty much make my day. Uh, yeah. You know, if, if people have more I, I, photos where I, I, it looks like I picture if like you dicks. and I, if you and I had like an actual wedding photo hangover recording studio that we met at once a week and we recorded this podcast in person and we were like that celebrity like, mm-hmm. uh, I imagine those photos would be blown up poster size on the walls around like where we record. Yeah. Yeah, probably. Because we like dicks, right? <laughs> when you break down the psychological aspect of it, it really sounds disgusting. Does it? But I have one. You have one. Why wouldn't we like them? Like, I like mine. Do you like yours? I assume you do. Like, come on. But I don't like yours. <laughs> you don't know that. Don't knock it till you've tried it. Yeah, yeah, bud, come on. Oh, (laughs) this has gotten way too sexual. Thanks for listening to another episode of the Wedding Photo Hangover Podcast, or probably another two episodes, because that was so long, I'm probably going to cut it. Just do Q&A in a second episode. That's for you, Dustin. I'll cut this out of what people hear. If you love the show, please leave us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. If you want to connect, we're at Wedding Photo Hangover on Instagram. Dustin, my man. My man. Is that Dustin underscore McKibben? And I'm at Steven Van Elk. We have an awesome Facebook group you should join. Just search for Wedding Hangover. If you want more content, head over to the Patreon by going to patreon.com slash WPH. Thanks for listening. We're Steven Dustin, save the world. And we'll see you next time. Your head is pounding, your limbs feel like dead weight, and your entire bean aches for the sweet embrace of death. Embrace of death. That's right. Next week after you shoot, right. another wedding. Another wedding. Dun dun dun. Stank buffer. Wedding Photo Hangover was edited this week by Steve Van Elk of Bespoke Tone. Go to Bespoke Tone for all of your photo, video, and audio editing needs. Woo-wee!